before I get into a deal with somebody. I want to I want to know who they are. I want to grab coffee or lunch or beer with them and really know what they're understand their motivations. Do they have the same ethical standards as me or better? What's going on, guys? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show. Thank you for tuning in. We are here to help you get your wealth away from the Wall Street casino and invest in Main Street. Today, our guest is Bobby Sharma from bettercapital.us. Bobby has built an amazing platform for real estate investors to track, monitor, manage, and grow their real estate investments. And to my knowledge, nothing exists like this other than this, which is fantastic. A new tool in the world because there there really hasn't been anything for real estate investors, a one-stop shop for us to track the performance of our individual investments, to see how they perform, to plan for the future, to have critical tasks as in our real estate investments handled for us automatically or at a very minimum, extremely streamlined to take a lot of the the time, take a lot of those tasks off of our plate and just give us some of our time back, whether it's to continue to grow our real estate portfolios or use that time with our families or for whatever reason, I don't care. We want to take those repeat mundane things that don't add any value to your business but need to be done off of our plate, have them handled automatically and uh, really optimize. And it's fantastic. I have uh, obviously a passion for investing and a passion for data. And uh, ever since I had tools available, I've been tracking my income, my net worth, my spending, everything, because you can't manage what you're not monitoring, right? You can't you can't grow it if you don't know what's happening. And you can't look back and see maybe areas where you could have performed better unless you're actively monitoring your investments. So very uh, important tool that Bobby has built. And there are just so many more features that are on the way. I'm so excited about it. And I think this will that this tool will add value to your real estate investments as well. And if you're not started as a real estate investor yet, don't worry. There's stuff in there for you as well to help you get started as a real estate investor, no matter what strategy you're pursuing. Really exciting. Um, I'm, I'm excited he's putting this out in the world. If you're new to the show, please take a second, go to your favorite podcast app, look up the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, give us a subscribe, and that way you'll get every new episode straight to your mobile device every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. If you do enjoy the show and you're an Apple Podcast user, please take a quick second, go to the Apple Podcast app, leave us a rating review, five stars if you don't mind. It's much appreciated. That helps other people learn about the show. That helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcast ecosystem. And that helps other people really find us, learn these messages, and grow alongside you, me, Bobby, our guests, and everybody else that is involved with the show. And finally, it helps me feel good, right? I like seeing that you guys are out there engaged with the content you're learning. We're helping. This is you know free show. I don't ask for much. Just please give us a second. I want to shout out to Sarah, who left our most recent five-star review. I highly recommend this podcast. Taylor and his guests offer amazing content. Much appreciated, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Taylor Lote. I'm a real estate investor, real estate syndicator. I buy real estate with passive investors and split the return. And like I said, I have a passion for obviously investing and also for data and tracking our performance. And if you're a numbers person, you want to watch where your money is going. You want to take some of those mundane tasks off of your to-do list and hand them to something else. I mean, Bobby's got it. 
And that's what we're talking about today. So without any further ado, here we go with Bobby Sharma from bettercapital.us. Bobby, thank you for joining us today. Good to be here with you, Taylor. It's been great talking with you. We've been chatting here for quite a while and we've had a few conversations in the past and uh, just had to get some of this on the recording. We're going to talk about yeah. this awesome platform and business that you're building. Before we dive into that, can you tell us a bit about your background, your real estate investing experience, professional experience, so we know who we're dealing with before we dive yeah. into it? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor. My real estate journey started uh, when I was 24. And uh, this was... Uh, Early '90s, uh, so I'm you know giving my age. Uh, I'm, I'm a li- lot older than a lot of your listeners, but uh, <laughs> but I did something what called a house hacking uh, back in in early '90s. I bought a three bedroom, two bath house in Riverside, California, and and I put an ad. I was 24 years old, and I put an ad in the Riverside Enterprise newspaper. And the the next day, the phone started ringing. And I ended up with two great roommates, and they stayed to as my roommates for a long time. One was a plumber, the other was an X-ray tech, and um, so they paid most of my mortgage and most of my property tax. I just came out of pocket a little bit, but uh, but that's how my real estate journey started at 24, and I got hooked on real estate since then. Nice, and and the big advantage of that, right? They cover that mortgage. You're building that equity. And you have extra income from your job to invest elsewhere and start that snowball. It's, it really helps that snowball. Now, some years have passed since then, right? And you have uh, a new uh, business going now that you're working on. Can you catch us up to speed as to where you are with your real estate investments? And then we'll dive into uh, better capital. Sure. Yeah. So no, I, uh, so after that, uh, I would, that was in Southern California, got a, a job transfer, moved up to the San Francisco Bay Area. And I realized how expensive the market was here. So it took me a while to kind of figure out that I could even afford uh, to buy anything over here. So I rented for a long time. Unfortunately, went through a a, a divorce and there was a little bit of a setback financially. But uh, yeah, 11 years ago, I noticed this is after the crash that the homes that were at around $650,000 we're selling for around $280,000, $300,000. So I made an offer on some of these bank-owned properties and ended up with a few rentals that at the peak were almost twice as high as they were when I bought them. So that got me back in the game again, you know, after the divorce and everything. And, uh, and then slowly but surely, I started a meetup group about 10 years ago in, um, in the East Bay of the Bay Area. And that meetup group has now become the largest meetup group with over five thousand members. And awesome, yeah, yeah, we, we we did we did really well. And you know, uh, we, we 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 used to meet every month. I miss those days, uh, uh, but we'll get we'll get back to those days when uh, you know one of these uh, as soon as the pandemic is over. But uh, we used to get anywhere from between thirty-five to one hundred and fifty people to show up to our events, and uh, so. Because of that, I learned a lot of, about some of the challenges that people were facing uh, in, in their managing their real estate portfolios. So we used to do uh, boot camps on how to invest out of state, how to invest in a multifamily, how to do private money lending, how to raise capital, and so on and so forth. We had many experts come in and, and present at our meetups. But one of the things I learned 
was that I was tracking all my assets on an Excel spreadsheet. And I, it was just not quite what I wanted. It, it, it was okay. It was, it was adequate. And then after kind of brainstorming with some of my friends who own real estate as well, we felt that it was time to build a better tool to track the performance of all of their real estate assets. So what I mean by that is the actual performance. So uh, income, expenses, all tracked in real time, whether it was for a rental, whether it was maybe an LP in a multifamily, maybe they were a GP in a multifamily, uh, maybe they're private money lender or short-term Airbnb investment, didn't matter. We wanted to build a system where they could log in without a lot of data entry, uh, be able to see the full picture. So reminders, like when is my property tax due? When's my um, insurance due on this property? What is my actual return on investment? And, and, And storing documents have one place. Like in my case, I was, I had thumb drives. I had a work laptop with, you know, personal stuff on it. And I had a personal <laughs> laptop with work stuff on it. And you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. So so it was all over the map, you know, G Drive, Google Drive, you know, er- everywhere, right? And, 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 and of course, Gmail was everybody's database. So, uh, uh, but, um, but I said, you know what, that's just not cutting. It was taking me too long to find information. Uh, and by that time, I had developed, you know, a nice size portfolio. So, um, but we designed this for anybody, even if they own one property, maybe their primary home, or they own 50 assets, uh, you could track it in our platform. So we, we made it super easy. Uh, it's it's built on three principles. Tracking. So, you know, there, there's a saying in, in our business that uh, you cannot manage what you cannot measure. So we want our users, our, the real estate investors, to, to measure how their assets are doing and then make adjustments accordingly once they have the data. So if a property is not performing, find out why it's not performing. But the property that is performing, well, leave that one alone. It's doing well for you. Um, maybe down the road, do a refi on it or something. But you know, the tenant's paying or the uh, or the syndication's paying. But what about that syndication? And, and this happened to me. When I got into the syndication, they uh, promised a certain return. And then in reality, the return wasn't quite what I was promised. But I couldn't, I had to prove it. I had to have data. It, it couldn't just be a hunch anymore because we're, do- we're dealing with real money. So, so we, I started tracking it. And now I know what my real internal rate of return is or what my cash on cash return is on that investment. So that's what we built. So, so tracking is number one. Training. So become a better investor. You know, we love bigger pockets. We love all the po- podcasts that are out there. You know, for your your podcast is making people better, and we want to support that. The, your podcast is teaching people how to become better investors, how to learn new tricks, new resources. Well, we want to figure out a way to partner with you to provide that education to our members, but it has to be curated. It cannot be just kind of uh, the wild west it has to be high quality curated training uh, that we provide and then the third t uh, the third pillar of our business is something called transactions so investors they buy from other investors 
of course they buy from you know mom and pop as well but generally speaking we tend to either buy or sell to other investors as well maybe a portfolio maybe a, a, a multifamily asset and so on and so forth so what what we want to do is we want to make it easier for you to either or sell your real estate assets so those are the three T's and uh, that we've built this on the, the three pillars and uh, it's free to use and at some point we'll make it a freemium model if you're a power user and you need other features turned on then we may charge a very nominal fee but uh, but right now uh, it's uh, bettercapital.us completely free to use awesome and i'm i'm a big fan of tracking you know our money especially whether it's our our personal just kind of budget and how are we spending it i mean we can't we can't, like you said, we can't manage what we can't measure. And I'm not a, aware of any packages that existed like this before. I mean, it, it's a great, uh, great innovation. You know, the, the system that I have set up is very, I hate to say it, but kind of cobbled together to kind of track that performance. And it's kind of a pain. It doesn't really offer you that many insights at like a portfolio level. Then you mentioned um, the future adding features and a freemium model and those kinds of things. I think that's great. I mean, people should, you know, you pay for for value that you receive. There's no problem with that. What do you see as far as features that are coming down the road or things that you think, um, additional things that people need that, you know, they're willing to pay for, right? Yeah. So one of the things is we want a lot of storage. People want a lot of storage. They want to store let's say they want to store their before and after pictures of their fix and flips, or maybe they did a renovation. They want to store pictures, video pictures, and we are hosted on Amazon and Amazon is not inexpensive. So we'll, we'll give them space, but all their documents, all their pictures, all the heavy files can be stored there, all their PDFs, maybe their leases, the insurance policy, the, the tax bill, the HOA contract, uh, uh, the property management contract, everything should is stored on, on, this, on the system, but everything can also be categorized and tagged. One of the features that we're looking to add is a maintenance module that, that lets you say the, the major items like your roof, your appliances, your, your, your major mechanicals, they have a life. So our system will actually be able to say, look, your roof is coming close to the end of its life in about three years. You may want to start to put some money in reserves to either get that roof patched up or replaced completely. So things like that that help you with the maintenance of your property. Maybe there's a a pump in the pool uh, that's coming to the the end of its life. Uh, So we will have information. You take a picture and you say, listen, I bought this. you know, uh, on such and such date, and it's going to live, you know, it's, it's got a life expectancy of, say, seven years. Then the system will remember that, and it's going to about, at, at a certain point, it's going to start giving you reminders. Same thing with uh, filing your taxes. Like, you know, for example, a lot of us real estate investors, we own assets inside a trust or maybe inside an LLC. Well, the LLC has to be, uh, the, the, there's, some kind of a fee, a yearly fee that has to be filed and certain paperwork that has to be filed with the government or with the state. Uh, in, in California, they call it a statement of information. 
and it's $25. And, and a lot of people forget uh, in, uh, to file it uh, because it's every other year. And if you don't file it, then they hit you with a b- bad penalty, but they don't send you any reminders. In our system, if you tell the system that you know you, you got a statement of information, but and and so 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 it'll remind you that in uh, forty five days, it's a simple form. But if you if it's if you don't file it, it, it's a hefty hefty penalty for not filing. So little things like that 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 can um, make uh, real estate investors' life a little bit simpler, so they they can focus on more acquisitions, uh, more m- more management. But as far as like the paid features, we, we have, w- one of the things we want to do is make it so that you may not need a bookkeeper. If you use the system the way it's designed, you may not need QuickBooks. You may not need a bookkeeper. We feel, uh, and, and we'll have full bank integration. So if you have a credit, credit union or you have a Bank of America, you have Wells, whatever bank, it doesn't matter. We can bring in the data from the bank read-only into the platform. And right now, we have two interns. One is a master's in computer science from Purdue, and the other is a master's in computer science from uh, Cal Berkeley that are doing some machine learning to look at the transactions and say, this transaction belongs to this property just by reading the descriptions of the bank uh, transactions. So we want to minimize the data entry in the, in the system um, as much as possible. That might end up becoming a paid feature. Uh, and again, it's going to be a very nominal fee, but we'll save you hours and hours of uh, manual data entry errors, hiring a bookkeeper or using QuickBooks or whatever. That's what we want to replace. Nice. So those, those are the kinds of things that'll be um, uh, maybe paid features. Awesome. I think, especially when you're, when you're connecting like your banking information or anything that, that is really pretty sensitive information, it's very reasonable (laughs) to pay for that service because free services, you know, what are they doing with that banking information? How secure are they really? Are they, how are they investing in their own security and why should I trust them if they're not asking me to help them, you know, invest in the security of my information? So I think that's very, uh, very important. And I love that you mentioned banking integrations. One thing I was thinking is I'm I'm like obsessed with uh, having my services talk to each other. There's there's so much time saving that's available in that and, and insights and everything. You mentioned banking integrations. Are, they, are there any others that are coming down the, the, the pipe or you're thinking about um, or is banking really going to cover like the main uh, yeah. part of it? No, no, you you picked up on a very important point. So, so online services, APIs, you know, we call them APIs or REST, REST APIs. So right now, what we're exploring, there are uh, three things that we're exploring. One is insurance and then refinance loans or just loans in general. The picture that we envision is your insurance is due in 30 days. What if you could click a button and get four competitive quotes just by clicking a button? Because the system has your address. It knows it's a single family or it's a triplex in Richmond. And um, you know it, it has the basic information that an insurance uh, company would need 
to bring, bring you a quote. So one of the things that we're working on is by the click of a button, you'll get a quote for, for better, less expensive, maybe higher quality insurance. So that's one of the features. The other is um, getting loans. And also um, have same thing, you, you, you know, maybe, well, right now the loans, uh, the rates are at historic lows, but down the road, let's say they, they go, go up a little bit. The system should be able to say, listen, uh, you know, you were locked in a few years ago at uh, uh, four and uh, uh, three quarters. What if uh, we could get you a loan at three and three quarters with no out-of-pocket expense? So intelligently, we need to go and and uh, uh, track track down all the lenders that can provide a loan to our to our investors. So, so that's another feature that we're actively uh, working on. The other, the sort of the big uh, solution. I think th- th- this will take a lot of time. But we want to be able to have people pay for their property taxes online just with the click of a button, and have everything streamlined with the with the uh, the the county. That is very early, but the nirvana situation, the ideal situation, would be that hey, my property taxes are due. I click a button, and my property taxes are paid. And there's a confirmation, obviously, but working with the counties is going to be challenging. But uh, working with private companies on uh, shopping for insurance and for uh, loans, that's relatively easy. That's really cool. I can imagine, you know, dealing with the counties, it's kind of, uh, I mean, you work with the government try to try to get them up to speed with new technology. I mean, it's going to be tough, but there's still a lot of value in hey a reminder that you need to pay that the, your property taxes and those those are coming up or maybe you you wake up in a cold sweat one night and you think oh crap did i pay the property tax on that property and you look it up okay i did it all right i'm done I, i'm good you know even if you had to write the check yourself you know for sure that you did it and sent it and to me i think there's still a lot of value um in that as well and and in cutting out the or reducing some of the cognitive load around managing your portfolio is huge. It's huge. It's huge. And, you you know, these are mundane but very important tasks, right? Your insurance uh, and your property taxes and maybe your HOA or supplemental tax bills. I'll tell you a real story that that was also kind of a catalyst for why I wanted to build this. I I was doing a rehab in Huntsville, Alabama, and I had a partner on that project, uh, on, on that flip. And one day I thought he had paid the insurance. And, and I thought, and he thought I had paid the insurance. And so what happened is two weeks went by and we had no insurance on this property. And on a Saturday, I, I um, sent him a text message. It was, I remember it, but I clearly remember it was a Saturday. And, and he goes, I go, hey, uh, Tom, you know, do, do you recall having paid the insurance? Did you renew? He goes, no, I thought you were going to do it. Well, simple miscommunication. I, I emailed, called the insurance broker right away, right right away. Fortunately, the insurance broker saw my email, went into the system, reinstated my insurance. You know, I paid him right away. But there was two weeks where if something had happened on the job site or whatever, you know, we would have been in deep trouble. So I, I felt like I had to develop something a little bit more bulletproof 
than a simple you know cal- Google Calendar reminder. It needed to be something more robust. So that's that's why we built a reminder module in our system. And uh, but yeah, we we, we want a, a sort of a a visual cue that the property taxes have been paid, the insurance has been paid, uh, anything else that could you know make your property in, 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 put it in a jeopardy is is has been taken care of. Nice. Now another one of the things that I, that really has struck me here that you mentioned was the um, curated content and providing those those lessons and learnings for. Uh, the app users, what uh, plans or, or thoughts do you have about putting that together? And and really, like, what content do you think people need? Like, what are people going to want out of the platform? What are they going to use and get the most value out of? Excellent question. Excellent question. So just recently, I think I can announce it because it's, it's, it's official. A friend of mine who was a VP at a very large uh he he ran a very large property management company. He was also a VP for a very well known, uh, maybe maybe more on the West Coast, but they're I think they're nationwide now. He uh, is going to come on board and handle a lot of our training, and um, he he comes with a training mindset. That's all he does, and the reason I brought him on board for two reasons. Well, there's multiple, but the two main reasons. One is there's a lot of training attached, but it's got a little hook on the back end in that they want, they'll do the training, but at the end of the day, they want you to buy uh, an expensive course. Maybe they gave you the training. And, and, and by the way, nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's a legitimate, you know, business model. Some people abuse it, but for a lot of people who don't, it's a good model because they're they're putting a lot of their uh, um, effort and experience into that training. So I'm a big believer in training, and I'm a, I'm a big believer in paid training. I, I've taken paid training; I have no regrets. Uh, so, but some companies just tend to go a little bit too far. So, as far as the kind of training that they need, look, uh, bigger pockets. A lot of people get wonderful education. It's some of it is motivational, some of it's slightly tactical, but a lot of it is mindset and just having people on there that are very successful who have built something out of nothing. That's always a good reinforcement for a lot of real estate investors because being a real estate investor is not easy. So, so there's the mindset education, and then there's the tactical education, which is about how do I take down that fourplex when I have very little money? Or how do I flip that property? What what kind of team do I need to build? More on the actionables. There will be free and some paid training on both ends, both on the mindset, mastermind groups. I belong to a couple of different mastermind groups. I love them. I get so much from just the, the knowledge, the support, the networking. And I'm sure you, you you've been in uh, many masterminds as well. So we're gonna we're gonna have Steve who, Steve Rosenberg who's gonna be handling our training. He's gonna be handling a, a lot of that, and he's built some amazing content for training and mindset. The additional training uh, is for anybody who has great content. You know, Taylor, you could come up with a course, and if you wanted to have it uh, on our site, no problem. We are open. 
but it's going to be curated. It has to be unbiased in the sense that we don't want people to provide free training and then at the end of the day, just grab their information so that they can put them in their syndication or something. You know, it's got, so for example, Steve, the, the, one of the reasons I love working with him, he has no syndications. He has nothing to sell except for his training. He's not putting people into deals. He's not putting people into other, you know, partnerships or nothing. It's pure training. Similarly, we'll open it up for other people that just maybe they're, you know, for example, I just signed on a um, somebody who's a, an attorney, asset protection, and he wants to provide some basic training on what people need to be. If you, if you do, you know, have a, a decent sized net worth, it's time for you to start thinking about asset protection. So he's going to say, listen, before you even get to an attorney, um, this is what you got to be ready with. So he's going to provide some training on that specific topic. But they're going to be very specific point tr- solution trainings that we're going to focus on. And, you know, you know, Taylor, you, you know, anybody, you know, in your network that you feel you, you know, again, if you come up with a training module and you want to present it, by all means, we'll 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 open it up for you. So, but that's the point of training, make making people better real estate investors. Nice. I think that's uh, I love that insight that you you have about the difference between kind of motivational to the you know tactical. Here's you know, okay, great. I'm motivated. I want to go buy a fourplex or invest in a syndication or whatever. But like, what is step one through, you know, this nine or whatever? Like, I mean, I need you, I need specific instructions of, okay, find a property manager. I mean, how do I do, how do I find the right one? And right one, right, the right one. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever your specific strategy is, there is a lot of, um, a fluff, right? Uh, a lot of fluff out there. And, and, your your uh, insight as well about folks who have a, a course and then at the end you know here comes the pitch for for the you know training program okay that's fine and and I've done many of those too but it is abused out there so to speak um, overused and and a lot of that initial stuff to kind of get you in the door to sell you the real course is again very fluffy. There are folks out there who put a lot of work actually into that first course. And then the thing on the back end is high dollar, but that's the exception, not the yeah. rule. It's mostly I fluff. Agree. Agree. hundred percent. Agree. hundred percent on that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, right now we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. All right, Bobby, I've got three questions. I ask every guest on the show. Are you ready? Yes. Great. First one, what is the best investment you ever made other than in your education? The best investment I would say was the the house that I house hacked because that got me in the game. I heard a saying or, or somebody talking about if you want to play in the in the Wimbledon, you're not gonna play on the Wimbledon if you're in the in the seats, right? You're you're up in the bleachers. That's not where you're gonna be able to be a winner. So you gotta get on the ground. So I got on the ground. So uh, that was, I think, the best thing I ever learned was to get in the game, get dirty, get bruised up. Uh, some days will be bad. Um, some days will be good. But at every um, point, you're going to learn something new. You're going to make some new connections. And if, if from your mistakes, you're going to learn. You're going to become a better investor. So that's primarily what I learned. 
Awesome. I think that's so important, especially for for new real estate investors who maybe listen to talking heads out there, talking head real estate investors who say, I'm worried about the state of the market, what's going to happen in the next two years. And then they internalize that and take that as this is a reason I should sit out. I shouldn't even be looking at deals. And no, you need to get involved. Maybe you look at 100 deals and you don't buy one of them, but you're looking, you're making offers, and eventually something is going to catch and you're going to move forward. But you got to be in the game to make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. We had the best investment. Now we go to the worst investment. What is the worst investment you ever made? The worst investment I ever made was um, in uh, Kansas City. I bought a duplex and I, you know, the, uh, uh, unfortunately, bought it with the wrong partner and uh, one of the things i've learned is be very selective of your partners i was just eager to get into the game in kansas city that my timing was perfect my approach was perfect just had the wrong partner and um so that that set me back quite a bit now i tend to do a lot more due diligence before I get into a deal with somebody, I want to I want to know who they are. I want to grab coffee or lunch or beer with them, and really know what they understand their motivations. Do they have the same ethical standards as me or better? Are they as motivated? Uh, what drives them? Do they have the competence? You know, uh, do they have the knowledge? So now I'm. I'm a lot more selective, but when I was starting out in my journey, I, I was like, hey, just met this guy, sounded great, turned out to be a nightmare. So be selective about who you go into business with. Very, very, very important. My favorite question here at the end of the show is, what is the most important lesson you've learned in business and investing? The most important lesson that I've learned is, is building the right network. And, um, and it, you know, it's very broad and maybe I'll, I'll boil it down to some specifics, find out who are smart, who are the people that are way smarter than you. So, so to, for me, it was about networking with people. I volunteered in many cases. Uh, I was an asset manager. I had invested in a syndication. It was a mobile home park syndication, but the, the most important lesson is invest in the relationships I had lunch with the GP one day and they happened to mention that they were having struggles with finding an asset manager. So I said, what's involved in being an asset manager? And they kind of described it to me. And it's like a, maybe a slightly glorified property manager. Right? <laughs> and, uh, so, so, but um, so I'm like, Hey, I'm an investor in this. I want the syndication to do well. I, I have maybe 10, 12 hours a week that I can spare. What can you offload on me? And they're like, oh, we can offload a bunch of stuff to you. So for four mobile home parks in Wyoming, uh, Southern Illinois, Ohio, to in Ohio, I was I was the asset manager for these guys. And I learned a lot, right? I learned a lot. So, so uh, networking with them, and I, I, I love those guys to this day. The, the the syndication is still going strong after like six years. We're still in there. Wow. So investing in relationships, you know, and um, so, so, so that's what I would focus on. Don't be transactional. Focus on the big picture. Focus on building relationships and not about making that five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand on that deal. I didn't take any money from those guys. 
but I got paid back in so many different ways. So, so that would be my most important lesson. I love it. Well, Bobby, thank you for joining us today. I think it's an awesome platform that you've built and continue to work on and continue building and a great, great uh, resource for folks out there who need to track their real estate investments and take it to another level. If folks want to reach out, if they want to find you, if they want to find the platform and all that great stuff, where can they track you down? So, so the website is very simple, bettercapital.us. We couldn't get .com, but it's .us, so better. And my email is very simple, bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, at bettercapital.us. Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, um, so you can find me there. Uh, but uh, Taylor, what a pleasure. I know we haven't met in person, but I, I consider you a friend, and I'm sure we'll do a lot of stuff together. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Likewise, and thank you for joining us today. I, like I said, I'm I'm glad you're putting this out there in the universe for folks to use because tracking your money is like step number one to growing your money. And there's so many more uh, insights that are available, I think, through through the this platform that can really take it to the next level, offloading some of those important tasks. I mean, getting rid of an extra bookkeeping program and taking some of those i mean that's that's just so exciting and and the the vendor resources and the educational resources really awesome it sounds like a one-stop shop to you know add another couple zeros to the end of your net worth which is uh fantastic Absolutely. well thank so, you for thank joining you us so today much. i'm much much appreciated to everybody out there thank you for tuning in if you're enjoying the show please leave us a regular review on apple Podcasts. it's very much appreciated that helps other people learn about the show that helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcast ecosystem. Most recent one from Sarah. Thank you very much. Five stars. Highly recommend this podcast. Appreciate it so much. And uh, appreciate you all tuning in. If you know anyone who could use a little bit more passive wealth in their lives, please share the show with them and bring them into the tribe. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.